guys and welcome to another episode of Angel Be For Real, the podcast. Today, I have a special guest, Ebony Jones, will be here. And we're going to talk about uh, the life of the entrepreneur and her business so that we can get a little inside scoop on what she does, how she does it, and how it can help others. So that's what we're here to do. And by, with no further ado, here is Ebony Jones. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Angel, for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. So let's jump right into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am a mom, as you mentioned, a mom of two, a six-year-old daughter, and a six-year-old, very rambunctious son. I'm also a wife. I have a wedding planning business, a wedding and event planning. So um, I help couples plan their weddings from start to finish. Um, even a lot is done after the process. I also plan uh, special occasion events, birthdays, anniversaries, um, proposals, um, celebrations, baby showers, and like that. So I am based in Southern Maryland, um, but I plan events in the Maryland, D.C. and Virginia area um, and beyond. And I've been in this area for about, in the Southern Mar Southern Maryland area for about 10 years. Okay. I am from the quote-unquote DMV areas. Um, so, yes. Okay, good. So, when did you decide that she wanted to start a business? So, it was always in me. My, I feel like my mom put that in me ever since probably high school, I knew that she wanted to be an entrepreneur and own her own business. Okay. So I felt like that's where I was supposed to end up is being an entrepreneur. Although, you know, life takes you on so many different paths and journeys, um, you know, jobs and corporate and things like that. I'm really, ever since high school, I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Okay. So like, like most of us who felt that same way, you you knew you just didn't know how at that time. You just knew at some point, like, I know I, I want this in my life. Exactly. Okay. And I think that's the hardest part for entrepreneurs. Even, especially back then, you know, years ago, there was no social media. Right. To, you know, there was probably some books that you can read. The internet was barely popping like that, you know. Oh, okay, kids. So we <laughs> was around before the internet started popping. Right. Um. Definitely. All the people know social media. What was it, right? MySpace or something like that, and you know, you didn't see people becoming entrepreneur, right? So, like I said, didn't know how. You know, I guess your really your only really, you know, biggest teaching, I guess, at that time for me, I felt like people was pushing like the college, yeah, was the the way you figured out how to be whatever you wanted to be. When I, um, so I thought that would be my path to entrepreneurship because mm -hmm. um, my first passion was fashion design. So I went to fashion design at um, art school. Mm -hmm. I studied and my major was fashion design. So um, with the path to be a uh, head by fashion design mm -hmm. and company, which, you know, would have been uh, me being an entrepreneur. Still. Yes. No, that's, uh, that was my first path. And then thinking that college was the way to look at Because nobody tells us that you can be an entrepreneur without going to college. Now, mind you, you know, I want my kids to go to college if they choose, but I'm not going to be the parent that's going to make them go because if I would have known then what I know now, yeah, I did try school, but 
you know, I could have I could have been a real estate agent at 18 and instead of 30 something. Yeah. They don't teach you how to be. They teach you the fundamentals of probably business, you know, economics and, you know, things you can take in a corporate world without being a boss. Right. You know, they don't teach you how to be a boss. They don't teach you how to grow something from the ground up in the personality traits and the requirements as an individual that you need to be a boss mm -hmm. or, you know, even an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. you know, so. I know what I noticed, um, what I noticed with my kids, well, at least the older, my older ones, who's your daughter's age, they are taking coding and finance classes, right? So I don't remember any finance class when I was in school. Like they didn't even, I don't remember them teaching us besides how to identify coins. Yeah like what to do with money and i know that that my oldest daughter maya she she takes classes now in the 10th grade that are um budgeting and and business classes that is part of their requirement to graduate mm -hmm. so i mean i think that helps breed entrepreneurs at a younger age i mean college is where i mean there's a lot of entrepreneurs that had to breed i'm not knocking it i'm just saying that you know when you think about it i'm glad you said that you know even though your goal was let me go to college because I still want to be an entrepreneur, that's not going to limit you if you don't go to college. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Awesome. So how long have you been in business? So my car business, My Stylish Events. My Stylish Events, guys. We hear that? That's the name of her company. Yes. Events, not not uh, plural. Oh, no, no, sorry. Nick, sorry. <laughs> my Stylish Event. Yes. Okay, that's the name of her company. So um, I started my astrology event in 2018, toward the end of 17. Okay. Um, and that was actually the, probably my third, I don't want to say attempt, but my third time starting my business. Okay. I originally had a event planning business with my mom. Okay. And that was, my daughter was like two at that point. What the? Oh, that was a very long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and I think I did it in maybe 2000. And maybe when my daughter was like five, I did it on my own at that point. Cause my mom was like, went to culinary school. She was trying to, um, she was previously in culinary school. She, you know, did culinary, had unculinary, uh, catering business and stuff like that. Um, so I did it on my own again. Okay. And then in 2018, I said to myself, I was looking for like extra extra money or ways to make extra money. And I was thinking about, you know, what if I'll be an estheticianist or what about if I, um, at the, I forgot the, some of the other things I was thinking about, I'm gonna make extra money. And I said to myself, I started a business. I still had my tax ID stuff. You know, I had already had that set up from previously. Why am I not doing what I have always wanted to do, mm -hmm. which was event planning? I had started it before. Why am I not doing it now to make the money that I want to make? Because obviously you love doing that because you, you did it over and tried it yeah. again. Yeah. And I like that you said it wasn't, you don't want to call it really an attempt. You just started it again. Yeah. Which means that it may not happen the first time. Yeah. May have to rebrand, yeah. relaunch. Exactly. All of that. Rebrand and relaunch. Exactly. And you know, even in business, you still rebrand yourself. You could continuously rebrand yourself. You know, I I just recently rebranded my business. I didn't change my name, 
like I did the first time, um, but you're going to continuously rebrand yourself anyway, right? As a um, as a business, but yes. Um, so 2018 into 2017 is when I um, launched my stylist event, and you've stuck with that. You've been yeah. doing that ever since. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. So, why do couples need a wedding planner advisor? Why do they need you? So, a lot of times couples and individuals don't think that they think that they don't think it's worth the money you know at the end of the day that's what they feel because but because weddings are expensive they feel like it's an additional bill an additional item additional check item that they have to check off their list and we stop it else that they have to pay for you know um but i Look at uh, wedding planners and event planners, kind of like how um, real estate agents are, um, how a car salesperson, um, even a tax repair. You can buy a house without a real estate agent. You can buy the car without a car salesperson. Yep. You can do your taxes without a tax repair. Yep. But as you know, as a professional a real estate agent, the mishaps the loss of money the loss of time and the not having the professionalism or the knowledge behind some of those things that a a client can miss without using a professional so there's a event professional can take time can save money there's so many things and questions that a person would not know to ask even a venue or caterer that can either make or break your pockets. It can ruin your day. You down to if you go to a venue and you decide that you want a candles surrounding your tables, you want something like that. You want your wedding to be full of candles, but you didn't read the contract or you didn't ask if your venue um, allowed open flames. Their main venues don't even allow open flames. Right, you work on those. Yeah, and then you you purchase all these candles and you can't even use those candles. I've had that happen to a client where um, they purchased all the candles. This is where a lot of times some couples, they'll hire you maybe six months down the line after they've already started planning. And I had to come in and kind of go over everything that they've done so far and kind of revamp everything. And be like, you know you can't do that at this place. You know you can't do that if you do this. And they've already started spending the money. They already started spending the money. They don't know the questions to ask. They don't understand sometimes the logistics of things. If you hire your um, cake baker to deliver your cake at a specific time, but you don't even have the rentals coming in at the proper time for your cake baker to set up, the logistics of things that people just miss because they don't do it all the time is where they lose out on time and money. So let me ask you, as a wedding planner, do you... Like, I know, like, you do the consultation and you go over all that stuff, the fun stuff of women really love the shopping part and picking out stuff. But when it's time for the event, are you also there so that the 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 the, the um, bride or the, the mom or the bride or whoever else is trying to be in charge don't have to do that because you got everything in place? Is that how that works? Yes. So I still find also I had a one client that wanted to um, have her mom do the decorations. You know, and it's important that to me that everyone that is there to witness this day and to be a part of it, they have the opportunity to do that. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's my job to make sure that 
all the logistics are in place so you you don't have to be that good you don't have to be in charge you're paying you're paying me to run the show and i want to make sure that you have the space to enjoy the people that you're around enjoy the people that um are wanting to celebrate the special day with you and your family because it, it's a long day and a lot there's a lot of logistics that people have no clue what's going on behind the scene and that's the goal that's my goal is to be sure that they don't know what's going on behind the scenes they don't know that the cake is falling yep you know yep yep happen you know so yes i am the first one to arrive and well usually well and usually the bride is probably getting up in the morning probably at 7 8 a.m and getting their makeup done but like the venue on site i'm the first person to arrive and the last person to leave me and my team i know that's right yes and that's what you mean because if you if you want to if you try to do it yourself something i mean what what can happen will happen in any business it definitely happens in real estate what can happen will happen so if you're if you take it on yourself or a family member who is not who is not in the business or knowledgeable of how to take care of it without your guests finding out or ruining the bride's day, then that that holds so much value. Not to mention if you are if if you spent money before you get a wedding planner to do it, that money could have been towards the wedding planner. Exactly. They so they say that your your biggest cause is food, and then your next biggest cause should be your wedding planner because we're taping everything. And doing everything from start to finish, okay. rolling everything together. Do you all hear that? Your biggest expense will be your food. Food and beverage. Food and beverage. And then your wedding planning. It should not be oh, that other stuff. Yeah. Because the wedding planner will take care of that little stuff to make sure it's right. And make sure you have the right pricing for those things. It may even save you some money where you can tip the wedding planner. That's what we're trying to do is do a tip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we try to do. Okay, so that's why you need a wedding planner, specifically Ebony Jones with my stylish event. That's who you need to do your wedding. It is January, so the season for weddings. I mean, I know that nowadays they're all year long. Yeah, it gets busy. So it gets busy April. Okay. So now we're we're still in proposal season. Oh, this is this is season. This is season for proposal. Is that because it's Valentine's Day time? So it's after. Yeah, it goes okay at the end of February and it starts in November. Okay, provided it starts in November because you have Thanksgiving. Okay, and that's when you're around family friends. Okay, guys, y'all hear that right? So proposal season is Thanksgiving till after to the end of February. So that whole big run of holidays, yeah, everybody's around people, you yeah, around family and. Everybody can see you propose. This is the proposal season. I just learned that to that. Okay. And then wedding season usually kicks off in April is like prime. April to October is part of our wedding season. And that's in place of increase too. A lot more. Since COVID, because, because people started to get pets who pushed their weddings back. Okay. The wedding season kind of just thrown off. So people was trying to find dates where I'm really can find. They was getting married on Halloween. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so because of that that forced venues and vendors to kind of price themselves for the for the year and not necessarily only wedding season. But there are price increases during wedding season. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. So another tip, another free tip is that bidding on the time of the year is where your price is gonna be. Just like traveling, 
Exactly. Just like houses. Exactly. I think it's any industry. Depending on what the industry is, is when you have a up season, uptick in the season with the prices and a lower, a lower, a lower, a low tip. I mean, I'm not calling, but that's what it is. Okay. okay, so good question for you. How do you balance being an entrepreneur, a mompreneur, and a family? So, feel like that's a trick question. It is. <laughs> It is. Really bright. It's a, how do I balance it? So, what I, for me, mm-hmm. and I also advise this for a lot of moms, for, for all moms and um, brides, is put yourself first. Hello. Put yourself first. And you have to have, well, if you're married, you have to have a partner that's willing to allow you that space to do that, you know. Um, so because I put myself first, it allows me to balance some of those other things a little bit better. Okay. So as long as I'm, I, I put myself first, I make sure I set time out for my, myself to go out to eat. I love to go to a nice little restaurant and eat by myself. That's like my me time. So as long as I can put that first, everything else can fall in line really easy. Sometimes I'll take my work with me to those um little outing still kind of get some you know low-key work done uh but sometimes as a mother and or wife too with the business even though we liked because i do that too i like to go to the bar maybe a quiet bar not like a loud bar or a nice place will give me some good food that i like but i definitely take my work with me because i feel like that's when i'm the most creative that's when i'm able to even call some of my clients back about things and I could be really calm about it. So some folks think, oh, if I go out, I'm not going to do my work. If you're an entrepreneur, you are working seven days a week. And if you're not, you're not an entrepreneur. You are. You are. You if, really are. I mean, you take breaks. But if you're an entrepreneur, you are working seven days. Yes. So no matter where you go, you're thinking about it if you're not doing it. Yes. So, okay. So so you'll take your work with you when you, when you open the saw time. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I, I so I think everyone is different, right? So for me, I work a lot at night. Okay. I do most of my housework. I do, you know, I try to make sure I didn't write quick dates during the day. Myself and my husband, because he's um, self-employed as well. He's an entrepreneur. So he works from home. So we try to do like some day dates. Oh, I like that. Day date, like day party, day date. Yeah. Okay. Because you got kids at night. Yes, exactly. Okay. We wait till the weekend. We have to find a babysitter, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. So we do a lot of day dates. Um, and then we have the kids in the evening and things like that. So I will get most of some of my work done early in the morning. Okay. And when, after I wake up, I'll get some work done then. Um, the rest of the day or afternoon is spent with house stuff, kids stuff, you know, from time with my husband. And then... Um, Right after that, I'll start getting to work. Once they, they start the party, I'll, I'll be most of my work at night. Cause okay. I am, my juices get flowing at night. Okay. Okay. I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl. Okay. I just get flowing at night. And that's good to know that you have to um, know yourself. Just like you said, you have to make time for yourself. As a woman who has children, who has a husband, who, you know, has a house to take care of. You have to make time for yourself, but you have to know yourself even more. You're a night person. I'm a day person. Like, after 7 p.m., honey, it's over. Like, you might, well, if you're talking to me, I'm not even listening. I'm like, I'm not listening. 
But at five and six in the morning, oh, that's when I get my juices flowing. The key is not up yet. It's it's the, it's the same thought process. Very much so. It's just a different time. Just a different time. Yeah. And that works for me because I know that 7 p.m. it is not even happening. Like what size eat, it ain't happening. And 5 a.m. don't touch me. I'm knocked out. Sydney, don't see. I need a pit dock. The pillow is probably over my head. <laughs> don't make a noise. Don't touch my Don't bother me at 5 a.m. 6, 7. You could get me closer to about 7.30 when I have to get up. Uh-huh. But a minute before. Don't do it. Nope. Yeah, I'm up. I'm up doing it. So, so that is great to know that you know yourself and you choose yourself first so those are those are things that keep that give you the balance that we're talking about yeah yeah very much so okay definitely you look balanced you look real calm <laughs> you glow with this stuff you know what i'm saying i mean it, it's whatever you're doing is working so 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 that's good to know so do you have a, a funny or quick story about something that happened in your business that you could just chuckle at so and in my business, I feel like it's probably not funny because it's a wedding day, right? It's a lot of things in life. People are kind of not strong. I try to calm them down as much, but everyone wants everything to be perfect, right? Right. And I know, and I'm sure you understand that nothing is going to be perfect. Ever. So there's always something that's going to happen. Um, but... I, I so at the in the wedding industry, a lot of times, if you don't have, if you're a, a solopreneur, which I'm a solopreneur, um, I don't have a T, right? Hold up, I'm about to say, what is that? So I can use that word solopreneur. So that means you're a one man show. Yes, one one man show. Yes, exactly. Okay, solopreneur. Um, I don't have a team. Okay. There are some wedding planners and event planners that actually have a team. Like they have their own payroll and things like that. But usually for us, we contract out other wedding planners. Okay. So I would hire a wedding planner to assist me on the day of. So I'll have a team of two. But they also have their own businesses. And I do the same thing as well for them. And that's how we create relationships and elections. You know, we refer people to each other and things like that. So let me ask you real quick. By being a solar a solo entrepreneur and able to contract out, is it cost effective by knowing that you're a solo entrepreneur right now? It is. Okay, effective. Okay, because I would think a payroll will cause you more. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. You know, I, 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 one day I will. You know, of course, I want to be at the point where I have my own. Absolutely. You know, and I'm sure most of the wedding planners that I do know, you know, at some point they started out the same wedding. Right. right? You got to start from, that start from the bottom usually. Yes. So, um, and it's like an hourly pay rate. Okay. You know, it's just standard hourly pay rate that we pay each other. Um, but so whatever story I saw to share is not my client. So they won't be know. Oh my gosh. She's talking about me. It's probably someone I don't, this is not you. Okay. That's from her woman with other, um, wedding planners where she was mending her services. Poor fee, of course, but she was at her services and she saw some stuff going on. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, you know, I used to be, uh, I used to work in the bridal now industry. So we have tricks and tips and stuff like that. So a mom's dress just popped wide open in the back. The mother of the bride, her while it was on, was yes, it popped wide open and that ran the wedding almost like 45 minutes late. So was it a zipper or was it the backpack? Zipper. Okay. Uh, okay. I need to eat. That's it. <laughs> 
There's just a little bit of both. Okay. It was a zipper. I, and a zipper. Okay. It might have been a little bit of both. <laughs> okay. And her zipper bust wide open. And I mean, it was like a gap like this big. Oh, no. So it might be a little bad thing on the next situation. Yeah, because no string and neither going to do that thing that. Exactly. So I had we had to go into some kind of action plan. We was trying to sew it together because we had like the emergency kids sewing together and it was not working. So they had this canopy and it was at Oxen Hill Manor. Okay. Are you familiar with it? Yeah. Right by the harbor. Um, and they had this gorgeous canopy that was draped in this pink, um, kind of mauvey pink okay. fabric sheer. And it was kind of the same dress that the mom color that the mom had on. So I went to the decorator. I was like, oh my gosh, do you have any extra fabric from this canopy? Oh, not from the canopy. At this point, it was almost dark outside. It was the outside wedding. Okay. It was, again, 45 minutes late because this mom could not get her dress together. She wasn't even getting married, though, y'all. Oh, she wasn't. But, you know, and then I choose man walking the bride down. I don't care. Okay. She was in the wedding. In the wedding. Okay. The mom and the daughter's not about to be like, okay, mom, you can sit this one out. Right. So, while we are up. sitting there waiting, we're ripping fabric off of the canopy. And I had to create mom, like, a jacket. Okay. Because in, you know, bridal industry, we used to take, like, shawls and create little jackets from the shawl and you barely knew that she had a rep. So she had a whole jacket from Riftel from the canopy. And who would have knew? Nobody that was going to come back to him if your event planning business now from why he was doing fashion design. I know, right? I know. So that worked out pretty well. Did she keep the shawl or did she? She kept it on the whole night. But did she keep it, keep it? No, I don't know if she kept it, kept it. She was over it. After you fixed it, you like, yeah, do the fashion. Yeah. And moving on. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's that is. So, um, let's see. That is kind of funny. You can't laugh at Dale because they doing it. But when you get all the way like, it was. I'm sure. Wet. <laughs> so the makeup is starting to drown. The hair and the and, scalp is getting wet. Touching. I'm like holding her dress and like sweating, and I'm like, Lord, oh my goodness. Oh, but yeah. Uh, and that I would think that, that I mean she wasn't the bride, but I'm. That makes you think that when when women are preparing fellas to get married, that's why they start acting real funny about what they eat and what yeah, they drink. That. And because once you order and get a custom fit made for you and you gain 20 pounds, it's a wrap. It's not that that zipper was hot. Exactly. And the cake had melted and started falling apart. What? Yes, I forgot about that. The cake had started melting and falling apart and I had to fix the cake. Wow. I didn't know what we were doing at that point, but the cake, because at Austin Hill Manor, they had these doors open. And it was, it was in the summer. It was hot. Mm-hmm. And because the wedding had ran late, the cake was in inside, mm-hmm. but they had the doors open, so that heat was getting. That's another thing, like, people don't think about is in relates to logistics and wedding finance and like that. You have to time your cake delivery right, appropriately so it's not, you know, sitting out. It has to be sitting in the refrigerator for a certain amount of time. Because I don't care how nice and expensive your cake is. If that heat gets and it, exactly, it's gonna fall apart. It's gonna fall apart. So I had to like redecorate the cake. I had to get gloves and everything and put the flowers back on. We had to make sure they cut the cake from an, the other side so it wouldn't fall apart. Tony, you was each by one. You was on the cake staff, the bridal wardrobe staff, the decoration staff, and the event planner staff. Yeah, exactly. So whoever hired you was really loving you that day. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying to them. Yeah, I still went with her. 
I'm shooting her. I bet she yes. there well, it's cold. If we are like this in the business, that's good. That's my, you know, my accountability partner and everything like that. Nice, nice. So I'm so glad you said that. Accountability partner. How important is that to you to have an accountability partner? For me, it's really, it's very important for me. Okay. Because I, you know, and, and I'm sure a lot of women, you know, and entrepreneurs, we are really hard on ourselves. You know what I mean? We put a lot of pressure on ourselves, and sometimes that pressure can hold us back. So I'm, I definitely am that person. And I feel like accountability partners, they motivate you. You know, even though they can feel the same way about themselves, but sometimes we give other people what we don't give ourselves. You know what I mean? We can encourage somebody else all day long, right? But still not doing it for ourselves, for ourselves mm-hmm. right? You know, so that is really important for me because I can be so hard on myself. Um, my accountability, I, you know, more than one accountability partner, one that's really pretty consistent, but um, she definitely kind of puts me in my place. I was getting ready to say that because she was saying all the nice stuff about them, and I, that's great because I had some too, but I need people to tell me like, no, you're doing too much. You need to do this instead. I mean, they, they encourage me but they also are not afraid to tell me if I need to change something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that is like, that's what really drives me with an accountability partner to be like, uh-uh, no, now we're not going to do that. We're going to do this instead or at least try this. So that is big for you and your business is having an accountability partner. Yeah, somebody that I also feel comfortable with, though. It has to be, for me, it has to be someone that I trust and feel comfortable with. Okay. Because I can be, I'm also, I also overthink things, mm-hmm. right? That's like most of us do. I overthink, and I also overthink what other people may think about me. Okay. You know, which is, as I get older, something that I'm trying to work on, um, but I feel like that person has to be someone that I feel comfortable with giving that criticism as well. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, only a few more questions for you. You've been wonderful. Thank you so much. I do want to know, because women always ask me, um, and I, I can only tell what I do, but I need more people, more women to tell us what, what, what else they do. I know you talked about how to balance, but is there some, some specific routine that you do every day or ever or on certain days that keep you focused on, on what you have in front of you? Whether it's like, I do drink coffee every day by this time, or I do, you know, say my affirmations and my prayers, just something that's a routine for you every day to keep you on your path? I would say affirmations. I have on my, my screensaver is um, one of my favorite affirmations. Um, and I also have like a daily affirmation that comes to my phone every day. Okay. I listen to pod, podcasts. I like listening to motivational podcasts. Um, so I do that in the shower. Okay. So that is my thing that I would do every day. Okay. It's so funny that you said that because guys, I literally say this all the time um, when I'm just doing some little recordings or whatever, but me and Ebony did not script this. We knew we were going to meet and talk, but we did not. I didn't know where her answer was going to be. She generally knew what my questions were, but I tell people all the time, affirmations work. When you say them and you believe them, because you can say it and be thinking, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. But you have to believe those things for them to actually happen. For them to come true. I mean, you got to put the action behind it. You can't just be talking to God into the wall and, and think it's just going to happen. You let them put some action behind it. But 
but that's what keeps you in place is that you can say, okay, I know I'm going to do this. I know I have this in me or whatever you, whatever they are, as long as they're positive, no negative affirmations, please. Okay. No negative. Okay. Wonderful. So last but not least, what advice would you give other business owners or people starting their business or have a business who have kind of hit a roadblock? What, what piece of advice would you give them to keep moving forward to either start their business or to not, not to give up on themselves? Okay. So to start their business, I would say two things. Just do it. Like Nike. Just hey, Nike, we talk with you. I still like just do it. Um, I, and this may be contrary to some of like the business professionals, but I know a lot of people feel like they have to have a business plan, mm-hmm. right? Unless, for me, I feel like unless you need a business plan to get like a loan for your business, if that is something that's holding you back, you know, wait until you can pay somebody to do it. Well, if you know how to do a business plan, just do it. You know, there are so many platforms that teach you how to do a website, a simple website. Mm-hmm. YouTube that can teach you how to do that. There are so many websites that are very cut, copy, paste, plug, pull. If you need a website to just start your business, do it. If you, you know, go to the IRS, just do it. You know, there's so many different helpful tips out there that you can just make it one step to getting it started and just take the next step every week, every day. You know what I mean? Just keep going little by little. Don't feel like you have to have this cute package everything bundled up and ready to go to launch a business because every most a lot of things that you're going to be doing up front is going to change absolutely you're going to change i like i said just rebranded my business you know and i was working on that rebrand for months so whatever it is that you can start to get your business started just do it yeah don't wait one of my great mentors always told me when i because i was that person saying it's not ready i didn't do it he would always say, but perfect isn't done. It's never done. You're still not done yet. Keep talking about it. You're not done. I've launched my, relaunched my new website in October, I think. And I just made some updates a few weeks ago. And I plan on making more updates. Really? No. I mean, then another thing I would say is find a community. Find a community of people, uh, whether it be mompreneurs, whether it be entrepreneurs, um, people in your field. Um, I have, uh, I'm a part of two uh, community click two organizations one is free you know you don't have everyone doesn't have to call some of them do calls um but i'm a part of one organization is um open to a lot of entrepreneurs I, there's um i've met real estate agents i've met therapists in that group um but there are a lot of wedding professionals a lot of creatives uh but we do like meetups we connect with people and i think that is great for new um business owners because you learn a lot from these people right a lot of times these organizations offer classes free classes where you can learn stuff on how to grow your business how to start your business um so i think a community is great if you can afford to pay um for entry into one that's great um i do have one that i pay for is strictly for wedding professionals but again they offer classes you know getting education in your field is important so continuing to educate yourself is important so you could better serve your client right so, um, I definitely would say um, join a community of people. Um, and then someone that's kind of struggling, I would say the same thing. Um, make sure you join a community of people that are like-minded in that field and industry because it's motivating too. When you have people, when you have people around you that are making it in your field, to me is motivating because I'm like, if they doing it, I could do it. Absolutely. You know, there's no reason why I can't do exactly what I want to be doing right now. 
Right. And if I have someone around me that's doing it, I may be listening to see what they doing. You know what I mean? Not to say you, you know, need to copy everybody. But you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Exactly. That's why there are these communities. That's why there are these groups of people because you want to bounce stuff off each other. Yeah. And if, if you are around positive people who are like-minded and want you to win, then it's not a competition. Exactly. That's our allies. You're working together. It's not a competition. My organization that I'm a part of um, is the, the motto is community over competition. That's the saying. And that's how it should be. You know, sometimes we may not think that, and some groups are like that. You know what I mean? You have to be careful, you know, the the people you decide to align yourself with, but um, it's community or composition. That is amazing. Community, I'm going to have to post that, that, that phrase, community over competition. That makes so much sense. So your advice is to just do it, no matter what stage you are, no matter what roadblocks you're in, just do it to get yourself to the next level. Join a community of people who are like-minded, who will support you. There are free ones and then there's paid ones. So if you don't have no money, you just starting out, do the free one as I do it. That's it. Okay. Well, where can our viewers find you? So you can find me at mystylishevent.com. That's my website. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram. That's mystylishevent.md. MD like Maryland. Okay. Radiation for Maryland. Okay. Um, also same on Facebook, My Stylish Event MD. I'm also on Pinterest at My Stylish Event. Awesome. So you everywhere. Yes. Okay. So make sure that you follow her on Instagram and you also go to her website and make sure that you uh once you get your proposal in this next couple months, um, that you call Ebony, you email Ebony, you go to her website, you sign up for a consultation and you meet with her so that she can get you on the right path, save you some money, have your perfect day. I mean, they're going to be perfect, but she's going to make you think it's perfect because she's going to be the one tying the mom up in the back and putting some ice on the cake. <laughs> so make sure you reach out to her. Thank you for watching Angel B for Real Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Keep the fake guys.